Because if you do, you're going in the trash. Even before, if I can see what it is, before it crosses my threshold, it's going in the trash. This is not against anybody. I'm t- this is just how I live. Now, you can call it <clears throat> eccentric. You can call it crazy. But I tell you what, I don't even buy that regular soap. And, and, and she said to me, she said, I thought about that, but this soap was organic. The black is for men and the green is for women. Well, that made me even, that got me even more because I know what they do with that black African soap. And she said the green was made from aloe vera. Except I take some aloe vera from the plant, cut it myself. And I have aloe vera plants here that were sent to me years ago. And I nurtured them and I watered them. But listen to me. And don't send me no food. I'm not going to eat it. I'm telling you straight up the truth. Don't waste your money. Buy me no gifts like that. All right? Because that's what it'll be, a waste of money. I'm not going to use it. I'm serious about that. So we got an understanding about that. Can a couple people put, I hear you, Sister Erica. And you might do well to live that way yourself. I'm praying for too many people bound up through soaps, bound up through oils, essential oils, garbage. I'm serious. So you govern your own house, govern your own self, but don't send it to me. And like I said, this is not to offend anybody. I'm trying. I'm telling you, you know, don't don't waste your money on me like that. I ain't gonna use it. I'm not gonna use it. Don't tell me no angel came down here and gave you no formula for nothing. I'm not going to use it. And you probably shouldn't either. Praise God. And I really hope I didn't offend you. She didn't didn't text me back or email me back. But... That was a test for me, brothers and sisters. Was I going to be so sensitive to the feelings of somebody else I allowed them to waste their money? No. Was I going to be so sensitive to the devil to allow him to bind me up like that? No. Because, you see, the devil would have gave somebody that formula in 1938, knowing that in 2020, August, I was going to use that rooted up stuff because the devil been around here a long time and he don't care how many people get rooted up and messed up in the process.
because he's fulfilling his will on earth. He is fulfilling his will on earth. And so I thought I would let everybody else know about that and how I feel about it. Now, that's not, that's not, I mean, you could say, well, you know God, uh I do, that's why I don't do it at all, because I know I'm not smart enough, I'm not discerning enough, and I can be tricked, I can be tricked, so rather than allow myself to be tricked up through witchcraft, I just don't do it, I make a habit, a practice of just not, of not using them. And I mean, over the years, people have given me some really um, expensive stuff, and I've had to give it back to them. Just not I'm just. I cannot afford to guess. I cannot afford to think that my discerning gift is so great I'm gonna get it all the time. Because you know what, I miss it more than I get it when it comes to people. Because I really love people. I really love God's people. And I always think and see the best in God's people. And do you know that has gotten me in some situations that it took Jesus to get me out of? Because always remember dual manifestations. Well, I guess I got to go there a little bit this morning. Can somebody find it for me when Jesus told Peter, you know, get thee behind me, Satan. You know not what manner of spirit you are. That's what Jesus had to tell Peter. And I believe they had just come down from the Mount of Transfiguration. And Jesus had just revealed his glory. And Jesus said, I'm going into Jerusalem and I'm going to be crucified. And Peter said, no, Lord, never. And Jesus had to rebuke what at that moment was a dual manifestation and Peter up. Oh, let me catch this here printer. Uh, it printed this whole thing. Oh, boy. Well, I know we won't be going this way this morning because this whole total thing is about um, 200 pages. And I'm only up to 63. Oh, and some of them fell on the floor out of order. So I guess I'll have to do that on Monday. But God want me to talk about these dual manifestations. Did you find it? Matthew, Matthew 16, let's see, got to go a whole different way. But in a dual manifestation, Peter was with Jesus, and, and Peter, you know Peter, he was a disciple. But at that moment, Satan was manifesting and speaking through Peter's mouth. Interesting, huh? 
Well, brothers and sisters, it happens. That's why I keep telling I keep telling folks who think, you know, they so holier than now, man. You ain't exempt from Satan. Nobody is. Peter wasn't. And he lived with Jesus, traveled with him, his apostle. And after Jesus died and, and Jesus gave Peter, uh, remember, Jesus told Peter, he said, um, Peter, before the cock crowed three times, you're going to deny me. You're going to deny me. This is the same Peter that Jesus had to tell, uh, had, to, had to put Satan in check. He was operating through that same Peter. And Jesus, what do you have to tell him? You know not, you know not what manner of spirit you are. So don't think you so above the devil. Uh-uh. He's a liar. And he has a propensity to lie through whoever he can. However he can, as many times as he can. And Jesus told Peter that. Jesus rebuked Satan, uh, manifesting through Peter. And you know what? I used that example in my Hindering Spirits book. And one time this preacher told me, this preacher said, you know what, Erica, you crazy. The devil can't hinder Peter. I said, crazy? I said, the devil's whole job was to hinder Jesus. Where you been? What Bible you been reading? I said, God, I said you, you read my book on hindering spirits. I said, right there, <clears throat> if Satan had been able to hinder Peter, you wouldn't be saved today. If Satan had been able to hinder, hinder Jesus by the words spoken through Peter's mouth, <clears throat> there would be no salvation. There would have been no salvation for any of us. And many, many times, uh, Paul said, Satan, you hindered me. You hindered me from going here. You hindered this. You hindered the other. And, 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 and the Bible says there was a messenger of Satan sent to hinder me. Now, I used to deal with that demon. That's the one that manifests his face on that, when I, when I prayed for that lady down there in um, Florida, South Florida, and I had her go and bring in all her, all her stuff that she had gotten from the witch. Well, them witches hated me. They unloosed a barrage against me that time. And she brought all her stuff in. I even I even um, put it right there so so people could see it. This would have been about mm, 15 years ago, but it's still been on YouTube all that time. The Messenger of Satan. And and I need to share with you if you called chosen to do anything for God. There's a messenger of Satan that's been assigned to you. I can prove it. I can prove it by giving you a little simple thing to think about. How many of you <clears throat> have gone to do something 
Like, let's just say an example. It's two buttons, button number one and button number two. Now, you know you need to hit button number two. But lo and behold, you hit button number one, and then you say, oh, my God, I hit button number one. But I meant to hit button number two. What happened? What happened was a hindering spirit. Or, I got, see, this is, this is going off into something. Or the spirit of sabotage from somebody else. There is such thing as a spirit of sabotage. Where somebody who does not like you or who is jealous of you or who resents your position, what else works with that? Covetousness. If a person is bound by the spirit of covetousness, they can look at something you have. Like if they come in your house and you got green plants, okay? If they look at one of your plants, you know what? That plant would die. If they got that demon of covetousness on them, and if they have the messenger of Satan, they will sabotage the growth of your plants. That's how evil that spirit is operating through them. But it can be in you too, and you not know it. And it will cause you to hit button number one when you know the blessing is over here on button number two. And then you wonder, why did I do that? And, and, I mean, it will allow you to see what you just did as it's accompanying devil, a mocking spirit sits there and mocks you. Oh, just that mocking demon will say, oh, yeah, they think they know God so good. <laughs> they do. They just don't know you, you mocking devil. That means somebody this morning is bound by all those spirits. Which ones? The ones I just named. A mocking spirit. A hindering spirit. The messenger of Satan. Ain't that something? I was getting ready to go over here to Bible number, whatever number we own. Three, I guess. Bible number three. But I was trying to print it out. Because binder number three goes back to God's ability. But God, see, sometimes God won't let me go into something else because you bound by something that will prevent the, the teaching that he's given to be able to flow in your life. So if you know somebody, you feel like they're under a spirit of sabotage, you feel like they're under a mocking spirit. You feel like um, they caused you spiritually to hit button number one. Why don't you get them on the phone because I'm going to cast some demons out. And see, I think when you get free of a devil too, you know, they talk about, the Bible talks about the unclean spirit. When it goes out of a man, it goes into dry places to get rest. Then it returns to his house to see if it's full of the Holy Ghost. And if it's not, it brings seven worse spirits. And that's what is so irritating with some of you. You let 
seven worse come in and take over where it was only one. When you first got rid of your doubt and unbelief, it was only one. And then all these supporting spirits and the accompanying spirits, you got rid of them too. <clears throat> so let's say you got rid of five. You got rid of five demons. You got rid of five spirits opposing your life. And then you go right back and let seven times five, 35 more demons in, worse than what you got rid of the first time. It is not one demon. It is seven for every one you got rid of that come back worse than the one you got rid of. Do the math. Do the math. So if you got rid of 10, you get, and Satan, he likes you to do that. He likes you to give up 10 because he knows in your weakness, he got 70 lined up for you. Worse than the 10 you got rid of. Do the math. Do the math. He knows then that you're going to be abiding in doubt and unbelief. He knows then that you're even a weaker than you were when he delivered you initially. That's how it works. Prayerfully, I'm not telling some of you anything new, but some of my little baby Ted liners, you may not know this. But you need to get this in your spirit and you need to get it and get it and hold to it. If you get rid of one spirit of fear and then you go back and become fearful, well, now you got what? Eight? Eight to replace the one. Is it worth it? The word is able to keep you and sustain you and strengthen you and build you up. Is it worth it? And you know what? I, I tell you, people come to me and they say, I'm t- don't, don't take this the wrong way. I'm trying to help you this morning. I'm trying to help you. But I am really tired of people talking rhetoric to me. Rhetoric. You know what? The first thing, and don't get me wrong. I know you love Jesus. I know that's why you're here today. But you know what? Even Jesus said, why call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? Can you post that scripture for me? Why call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? You don't have a love problem. It's your love of God that got you on this program this morning. You have an obedience problem. You don't want to obey the word. And I'm going to tell you something. You don't love God if you won't obey his word. You lying. You being deceived. Love is what God is. Obedience is what God expects from you. Love got you to him. Obedience will build you in him and him in you. You don't have a love problem. You got an obedience problem. You don't have a love problem. 
got a trust problem. You don't have a love problem. So I don't want to hear I do want to hear it, but it's not a justification. Jerusalem 
and they were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. You know what that means? Hosanna means save, Lord. He rolled triumphantly into Jerusalem, and they were shouting, save, Lord, save, Lord. And before the end of the day, they were spitting in his face, <clears throat> pulling his beard out with their own hands, mocking him, mocking him. You see, God knows your nature. He knows your heart. He knows what's in your heart. Why? Because he created your heart. And you think he's going to bless you with a hard, evil heart? Listen to me. It ain't going to happen. You know how you can test your salvation? Test your heart. See where your heart is at. Can you, as as a so-called believer in Christ, stand up and not try to be a peacemaker? And not try to be used by God to restore in your in your own family now. How do you think you're going to help somebody else? Don't you know that demon is right there? And you're going to try to hit button two and you're going to hit button one, self-sabotage? You can sabotage yourself. When are you going to stop? When are you going to allow God to trim your heart and make it soft and pliable? We all have bad things. I told you what I came out of just a couple days ago. But yet and still, I had to overlook that to minister to your needs. And then God ministered to mine. I trust him. Do you trust him? Or do you think you still, you got to still be the executioner? You got to be the one carrying the dark sickle of death. Jesus came to bring you life. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of life. Life, joy, happiness, peace. Oh, I think they call that the kingdom of God. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. I know it may be hard for you to desire what you've never experienced before. But you never experienced salvation until you asked Jesus for it and it came into your heart. Some of you suffering with demons. And you're suffering with demons because you want to. Because you think you got it all figured out. You won't even let God come in and put the puzzle pieces in place. Why? Because you, you, you're trying to act like you're your own God, but you're not. And so you're going to get all these butt kickings to find out, oh, man, I got to yield to God anyway. <laughs> I got to surrender to God anyway. Oh, God, the devil stole from me. You let him. You let him. If Jesus stripped him of his power, he need your power over you to wreck your life, and you let him. So they're going to say, oh, Sister Erica was on one of them tirades today. No, I'm not. I'm trying to get you to receive the truth. Because the devil is the liar. 
and you believe his lies, you believe his lies, and you bound. I get caught up in trying to be something I'm not to please everyone else. I look deep in the mirror to find everything that isn't right with myself. God only knows I've tried to fight it, fight it It's just the world, it's always crying, crying The devil is a liar, says he can give you everything that you desire Everything you want but you just say it with the fire
Deliver me from evil this morning. Deliver me from evil intent of Satan. Deliver me from evil intent of any and all evil human spirits. Deliver me from demons hiding in me. They caused me to push button number one. When behind button number two is your wisdom, your skill, your understanding, and your knowledge. Deliver me this morning from the spirits of evil intent. Let me explain something to you newbies on here. When I ask you to command, to call the spirit out, I'm not, you don't, I'm just asking you to assist me because demons hide in the physical body. They build nests. They are pneuma, breath, spirits. They come in on the breath. They exit on the breath of any opening in any body part in your body. So you might yawn. You might tear up. You might pass gas. You might urinate. You might sneeze. You might cough. You might cry. Let it out. Better out than in. But this morning, I want you to renounce the works of the devil. I renounce the works of the devil through bitterness, unforgiveness, spiritual poison. That's what it is. I want you to command up out of you All spiritual poison. I want you to command up out of you any poison that has entered your body through any parasite, ticks, flies, both natural and spiritual. And I want you to renounce all transference of spirits. All evil spirit family connections. In the name of Jesus. Renounce them. I renounce you. And I bind you up. And you coming up and out of me today. Any spirit that would have come in through my skin, through any soap, lotion, potion, I renounce you today. And you come and offer me any spiritual attachment and transference. Now, cough that stuff up. Go! Get out. Go! Come off the skin. 
Fill. Fill them up. Fill them up this morning with your power. Do it for your glory. Do it for your honor. And do it by your ability and power. Here and now.
that I'm his son. Well, I'm rich in faith and hope and love. I got more than my share. I'll be moving to the match just over in the Lord, where I'm a rightful man. I've a guardian angel watching me. He'll go everywhere. But when I need my Father in heaven up above, I pray just a simple prayer. He has redeemed and forgiven me for all of my sins. He took me in. He's building me to me. I'm compelled. Hallelujah, I'm a millionaire. I'm rich in faith and hope and love. I got more than my share. I'll be moving to my mansion just over in the Lord. Just 